0: Let's Talk Tottenham. Apologies if the uh, intro is uh, playing up there. The wonders of a uh, terrible computer in 300 degree temperatures in a flat ground. <laughs> that's what all to do with. Uh, but this is the Hotspur Hood and this is Let's Talk Tottenham. Uh, a lot to talk about. I mean, never ever have we had. A- but uh, apart from when we have games, so much to talk about. And this is a summer where mm. no games are happening. Uh, it's just a very strange, very strange time. But we shouldn't complain because we're always moaning that we don't do anything in the summer and then we leave everything to the last minute. But uh joined by two great guests. Ovin, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Enjoying the heat. It's all, it's all good.
2: Well,
3: you're the only one on that one then <laughs> and justin yeah and justin, uh, I'm, there, I'm i'm yeah i'm well i'm on with you i have no idea what Orin is talking about you know <laughs> i've got a fan i, I bought a, i got <laughs> a fan I've, I've got and one blowing right nice, <laughs> the only way it would make me better is if i had it just nailed to my face that's about right. the only way that that would be better so no you and I agree a, on a, a few things, but that, no, you're talking out. Co- color the difference,
1: boat. there's nothing I can do about it, all right? <laughs> <laughs> okay? I, it's just I, the
2: color. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: no. I'll bring it up. <laughs> this is normal right. weather for my, for my people. It's not so much for <laughs> yours. <laughs> winter time, you're enjoying it, and I'm suffering in winter time.
3: I don't like it i, I you know, I'll give,
1: give you a bit drizzle any day That is
3: perfect right.
1: a day right. okay. <laughs> well, I had a okay. freezing
3: cold bath
0: earlier It was absolutely superb And then I got out and then I was hot again uh, Fair enough. But A freezing cold bath The yeah. water actually got hotter as I was in there Which is just <laughs> crazy But uh, Plenty of people in the chat already uh, I'll try and get through as many as I can But super chats, super stickers are available So if you're guaranteed to get your 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 message read out Or sticker read out if uh, super chat and super stickers, but, uh, I'll go through them. Uh, it, uh kind of one by one, uh, this here, Cal, Han or glue. I'm assuming that's a player question mark. I'm assuming that's a player. Uh, Sakil's comment here. Madison will be best signing. We'll be definitely talk about him a bit later. <laughs> Full bull, uh, listening to this in a sauna room, uh, get through a couple more, uh, yeah, strong midfield. If we get Madison as well, there'll be five of them then. Uh, and then we look very Travolta. Wow, bring on more heat waves. Do not bring on more heat waves. Two days is long enough. Uh, thanks for all the comments so far. Please keep them coming oh, in and get involved in the chat, asking questions, commenting on what we're talking about. Uh, please hit the like. Please hit the subscribe. Really helps the channel. And this is the Hotspur hood. So, Tommy's channel, please <coughs> hit that notification bell. He's got four or five people doing shows on this all through the week so uh (laughs) it's gonna be far far easier for you to hit that notification bell because you'll be notified whenever a stream goes live rather than me tell you here and you forget it (coughs) and obviously this is let's talk Totomy lets me do my show on here so if you like what you see here go over to let's talk Tottenham on youtube hit the like and subscribe there and watch some old videos uh these two guys have uh channels themselves uh they're in the description but we will uh be explaining, they will be telling you a bit about them at the end of the stream. So, let's get cracking. Uh We'll start off with a friend, Liz Ovin. Mm-hmm. Uh severe one all. Um, um, following on from Team K League, which uh, 6-3, a bit of a crazy game, but I'd like to get both of your views on the friendlies because there's some debate. I was on Bob's stream uh, on Saturday, a brilliant stream that was. uh, Please check that out on Bob's TV. You don't need me to tell you what his channel is. Uh, You know, are we worried about the friendlies conceding goals and everything like that? For me, not at all. Not at this moment in time anyway, because the players have had four weeks off, whatever, uh, suddenly go back into training, hard training in a really hard, uh, hot country. Uh, and that's why they were thrown up after Conte's training and they're completely not match fit. So hence the K- team K-League. Sevilla was a lot, lot better, won all. There were a few loose passes and all sorts of that. But then they were from Sevilla as well, a team who finished fourth in La Liga. Uh, but what did you think of... Uh, we'll actually go with this one first because this links in. What did you make of the career tour? So what did you make of the career tour, That the, the training that Conte put them through where they were thrown up, the team K-League match and the Sevilla match? Uh that's um, kind of whole.
1: Yeah, I think the Korea tour was, was great, great marketing from the Spurs um, marketing team. Whoever decided that, get praise because it was kind of like, right, what country can we go to where the players will be made to feel like celebrities and bring that, you know, combine together that happiness? Korea with some. And it really, you know, justified and they really brought that whole Tottenham ethos to Korea. Um, and I was listening to Alistair Goal like he was at the matches and there was something like the Korean commentator would say "Ah, Eric Dyer clears the ball and the fans would cheer so I think that togetherness <laughs> you know, but that, that togetherness was really well done the training, we all knew the training was going to be that way um, fully expected players to suffer because you know, they've been off for a while, training in that heat they're not used to it um, as for the friendly games it's a friendly, it, I've seen some Twitter you know post oh what is that player does like it's a friendly come on it's it's not it's not even a cup it's just players are playing there you know th- there's nothing at stake as such so it's just to get their fitness up and yeah there's going to be loose passes and everything else but like i said i would i would be more concerned if this was happening in in the you know champions league qualifying games but it's not it's a friendly this will be sorted out by the time you know the Real games kick off. Those players will be fit. They'll be focused. They'll be refreshed. They'll be more kind of, you know, um, ready, basically. And yeah, plenty of players in the past who've impressed in friendlies. Winks. I remember last year Winks impressed Nino or Nino in friendlies. What happened to him? Um, so yeah, for for me, friendlies is just about players getting their fitness together, um, understanding the style of football. Because we, we keep, forget as well that there's a lot of substitutions. And friendlies mm. think like half the team is brought off, so it's really just to give players a run out. So it's yeah, that's what I think about it. It's, it's just friendlies, and that's all it is.
0: Yeah, we'll come to Justin in a sec. Just this one here, Ellie. Uh, who would you uh prefer we sign, Madison Tillman's? <laughs> we'll get to that a bit later on. Uh, so just wanted to read that out. But Justin, uh, friendlies for you? Uh, um, if if we go on making mistakes in the next few friendlies, I'll be a bit more concerned because they should have got stuff in their legs and, and got. Bit more to match fitness, but the first two games, I'm not that I, fussed about. But yeah, I, I, what, what's I, your I, thought look, of the whole career? I mean,
3: if anybody knows anything about Spurs and friendlies, it means nothing. It really does. I remember, I think it was Juan de Ramos, where we had a sensational friendly. We beat <laughs> everywhere We were underbeat. We destroyed the teams,
2: <laughs>
3: and then he gets sacked. Right? <laughs> okay. Anybody who is reading so much into them, no. The only only Mm. thing I suppose, if I took any things from the friendlies, was I do think we need to be... The club perhaps really needs to step up the centre-back search, maybe because I like Sanchez, but I think there are better options out there. So, But we'll have to wait and see. That's down to Conte, what his view of it. And the second thing was um, the playing Lucas Moura as a, a yeah, right wing yeah, back yeah, know that was game, wasn't it? That was That was quite interesting to see, whether he's trying to mould him in the same way as uh, Victor Moses, um, you know, in terms of, of that. But, what did I you mean, make of that when you saw that? Did you think, oh, Doherty, Emerson, they're
0: not favoured. Obviously, Jed Spence wasn't in career, so he can't play in that one, but he could potentially play further down the line. What, what did you think when you first saw Moura there? Is that just experimental? Which, again, for me, is what friendlies are for. Or did you think, it, it I, I need to find someone because I don't trust the other two?
3: Well, it is, but it doesn't, for me, it doesn't really make any sense. It, it, you know, if you've got kind of almost, if, if, if eventually, I mean, I think I might be 50 by the time Jed Spence actually gets an ounce. You know, but, um, you know, if, if you've got him and then you've got Emerson and you've got Doherty, you then got to question... How are you turning around? And, uh, you know, because th- th- there's potential interest in Emerson from, from what we've seen, but the club of, like, not for sale, not going anywhere, OK, fine. If that's the case, why are you then trying to make a, me- a makeshift number, almost like a number 10, which is what more it can be, you know, they're one of the most versatile players that there is at the club? Um, you know, why are you then putting him at right wing back?
0: So Obviously, Emerson's not for sale just to say, well, if we want him, we're going to have to bid a lot more. And it try could and be. Drum up it the could money. be. But
3: the pro- the, the, I get that. But the issue being is nobody wants him. The only club <laughs> who've actually put in any sort of interest for him is Atletico Madrid on as a loan. So that that's the bit where I don't really understand it. And it's kind of similar with these, when the club does this whole, you know, uh Leaving players out of training sessions, leaving them away from that. Because if you've got somebody who's coming in to make an offer, then fine. But all four of those players, no one's, no one's sort of anywhere near. You know, we've got potential interest. but are interested in the sell. So you've got actually, I don't think anyone's interested in Don Balay. You know, you've got interest in. You know, the odd little interest in Regulon, And then, you know, there was interest in Winks, but that's gone. So it's almost as if, would it not have made sense to have them there, potentially put them out there, so that they're putting themselves in the shop window? Because at the moment, it's made... I get why it's been done. It's back in Conte. Conte doesn't want near the squad. And if there are people that are bad, it's fair enough. But I can't think Harry Winks would kick up a stink. I can't think that he would disrupt the place. So I think he would just give 110% like he does. It's just unfortunately he is not of the, the higher level that, that the club <clears> are looking at. So those are the kind of things I sort of took from it. But in terms of the results, it doesn't really matter, does it? You know, we've had it before right. where we've stormed friendlies and then stunk the Premier League. So well, Man I, City, I, I, the I, I, season you know, they
0: won the league, lost, had a pretty poor pre-season. Fulham got relegated after they had a really good pre-season. But yeah,
3: yeah, so I think more what I'm interested in out of it is how Conte takes it. If Conte is happy with what he's seeing, you know, and I mean, he talks about the fact he, he's happy with what he saw from Lucas Mora, he, he was happy with what he saw from the Charleston. You know, he likes what he's seeing from certain players. I That to me is fair enough. I, I kind of get that. But, outside, you know, if he's bothered about the result, nah. No, nah, doesn't mean anything to me. No. What was your
0: thoughts of uh, more of a right wing back?
1: <laughs> more, More is a, he's. How can I put this in a very diplomatic way? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a bit. More is a con artist. So More is probably play me at <laughs> right wing back. play me at right wing back. It's it's kind of like he's going to play there just to see. I. I you know, Mora playing there full-time is not going to happen. It's yeah. just simply not going to happen. He's not got and a discipline
0: for me. He goes one Yeah, two, three. Right. You've got to stay in your certain position, stay wide, yeah. and, and and then also communicate with the defence as well, whereas when he plays further forward, he, he, he could be moulded. He, he could be asked to be doing that. He it could be moulded, but I don't see it myself.
1: You see, that's the thing. I mean, we, we keep harping on to Victor Moses, you know, and what Conte did. And I'm like, right, OK, so we... we We're allowed to say he can mould an attacking player into a defensive player, but why can't he mould a defensive player into an attacking defensive player? Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, why can't he mould Emerson? If he can mould a striker, then surely it'll be easier to mould Emerson into a right-wing back. So, I think...
0: Maybe he is, hence the reason why Justin said that the club have said he's not for sale, he's not going anywhere.
1: He is, yeah. I think... Conte will always try and play Lucas Moura when he can because he knows that Lucas Moura is a fan favorite and maybe that was it to do as well because he's he's liked in China, um so or in Korea as well you know he's getting autographs and everything so I think if Lucas Moura plays it's either going to be bringing him on for Kulusevski he's in the last year of his contract as well and uh, he's not going to sign a new Spurs contract so I think Conte will like respect for what he's done he's that kind of legend for what he did in Amsterdam all the way back. So I think if it does play, because I think um, the last game against Norwich, he actually came on as a right wing back or reverted to a right wing back. So I think with games like that, it's like, yeah, you know, Spurs are 5-0 up. Go and play right wing back just to get your feet there, get a couple of fans cheering, you know, getting you to salute and pump the air like he's just scored a hat trick again, even though you've done nothing. That's why he plays Lucas Moore. He's just a a fan's favourite. So it's put him in there last year for his contract, you know, get a bit of respect kind of thing. So I don't think he'll be there full time.
0: No, Uh, Just one comment here from Bob. (laughs) Big up, Chris. Happy birthday to the Dark Knight crew. 14 years ago today, that was released. Masterpiece, that is. Uh, P.S. Ranjit can't tune in tonight. He's getting his sixth Henry the Hoover fix since Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Not going to explain that. Watch Bob Spur TV in the wall (laughs) on Saturday. Uh, Then you'll understand what he's talking about there. How are you doing, Bob? Uh, but yeah, Justin, uh, one, one good thing that came from pre-season, I mean, I've just said I'm not bothered about the result, but one good thing is Kane and Son were on fire. I think assisting each other, scoring each other. So that obviously bodes well for the season because obviously we're not worried about the game, but they look sharp. And, and as has been the case for, I don't know, the last five years, for us to achieve anything, we need Kane and Son kind of firing on all cylinders and they look look really, really sharp after four weeks off or however long their break was.
3: Yeah, I mean, I you know, I think that wouldn't have been an issue regardless. I think, you know, what we've seen from, from those two in particular is regardless of what's been going on around them, whether it be debacle on the pitch, off the pitch, they, those two, you know, OK, last season Kane had a bit of a wobble, but to be fair, once Conte was in, he was is back to normal, scoring goals, and absolutely fine. So... I think that was always going to be uh, the case uh, for there. I think, for me, what we need to see more of, possibly in pre-season, is others getting involved, get, chipping in with the goals. You know, we saw how important the goals that came from Kuliszewski were, yeah. but outside of that, there wasn't goals anywhere else. You know, and if we're mm. gonna, you know, and, and and I think to be fair, you know, I mean, people laugh about Richarlison's deal, but if Richarlison brings an extra ten to twelve goals. Well, that takes us third, uh, you know, in the Premier League and maybe even takes us to a cup competition. Well, and, with so, Charleston
0: as well, uh, he can play in any one of them front three positions. Yeah. So, And being that there's a World Cup, uh, hopefully Kane goes all the way, plays every game. But regardless, he's going to need a bit of a rest, Kane. And yeah. you've got legitimate replacement for him now. Well, yeah, exactly. To and, well. And,
3: and, and, and to be fair, I wouldn't be surprised if the club did decide to bring someone else in you know whether it be either that or, or they stick with the likes of 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 parrot or you know a tete or someone like that personally i think they they'll go out on loan but they might bring somebody in on loan that can cover for the season similar type long they is going to do for, for spurs so it you know in terms of those two it's good that 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 connection is you know still just as strong as it ever has been i think it will be nice so You know, in terms of the Richarlison seems to be fitting in quite well. Um, And we're also seeing, again, you know, we saw it against Sevilla when Kulisevsky came on. He he made an impact to the game. So, I think those two are the ones that I will be hoping will deliver. Because I think Kane and Son will just deliver regardless. I I don't think there'll be an issue with that. The way that they perform, I think it'll be a no-brainer.
0: And Ovin, you already mentioned that the kind of each game has been a game of two halves, essentially. Well, it is uh, mm-hmm. in the sense that basically the f- team who start the first half will then get substituted for the second half.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we've obviously got a few more friendlies now on on home soil, like well, uh, IBox, uh, so UK. Uh, mm. do, do you expect him to have a lot more settled team, or just th- still think he'll, he'll swap around? And and and. Uh, there were quite a few new, new boys, not new boys, but people on the fringes in, in career. I'm talking mainly about Hill and uh, Pape Sa uh, Do you see anyone being able to force their way in or do you think it will be mainly let's get ready for the start of the season and I you know others will get half hour here or there but the majority of the games will be the, the people around the, 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 the first 11 and the new boys as well Spence and Basuma in particular.
1: Yeah, I think – well, maybe not the first. I think coming closer to the season, it'll be the subtle team. <clears throat> I think Conte really has a subtle team. I mean, there's no issues with that. He knows – it was never about the subtle team. It was about having good players he can bring on or he can maybe drop Kane or Song or, and not having to worry. Um, <clears throat> So he's he's got that now with Um, And even Gil as well, like, again – if, if he does stay, we don't know yet. But I like to think that, you know, I've often said, like, why not keep Troy Parrott for at least six months? You know, keep him till January transfer window.
0: Wait, he was quite impressive in the training, wasn't he? He was there, yeah, the, and the, he, the last he was one very
1: standing fit. to some extent. Yeah, and I think, you know, we, we've heard so much kind of, he's 21 now, um, and he is that homegrown. So, like, sending him out on loan, why not keep him for the six months you know, get him training with Kane, and and that could be your backup because he is going to be the potential. He's he's regarded to be the guy to replace Harry Kane. Um And it, it's just so weird how his career has been that way as well, because Harry Kane wasn't this like young 16 year old prodigy that came in like Rain Rooney or Owen, you know, it took him until 21, 22 to establish himself. And they're saying that Parrot is exactly the same way. So, you know, there's no harm in keeping someone like Parrot. You know, you're not spending money um, you have Richardison there, maybe even keep Gill. Yeah. So it's it's going to be. I think Papa Star is going to be loaned out, but again, it's Spurs have actually you know a couple of issues here because they have Lascelles, Winks, and Dumbelly and Sergio, who, mm. like Justin said, no teams has come in for them. So what happens to those players? Do they get Do like
0: Winks will stay because we we've not an issue, but we've got a potential issue with the homegrown talent, and obviously he's
1: homegrown. It, it's it's. If he does stay, it's who do you leave out of the squad? Like Spurs have got a massive squad now, yeah. huge squad. So it's who do you leave out? I think there might be, you know, deals where it's going to be like a Deli Alley deal to Everton with belle or to get rid of them. Just like, right, have them and pay us whenever you can. That might be the case. But no, I think if Conte wanted to keep Winks, he would have brought him over with uh, to, yeah. with the team in Korea. Um but he favored Pep Bissar. Um we've got Skip there. So yeah, I think those four players left behind, they they will be looked to be offloaded. Um either on loan or yeah, just take them, please take them off for hands, you know, get off the wages <laughs> and all. It, it's kind of that. Um so yeah, I think closer to the season that's where you'll start seeing the because Conte also wants to keep them fresh. That's an important thing. It's great having a settled team, but it'll be burning to have like, you know, say Harry Kane has been able to rest the whole week. You know, he hasn't had to play the midweek game. He's been able to rest, Sung him Men. So then at the Saturday and the com- com- uh, the competing. So yeah, like give give the the squad he has now. I think that's a squad he'll keep. I really do. The squad he took to Korea. Sorry. Yeah. I think that's a squad he'll keep. Um, he might even keep Pepe sar as well. Just mm. just for the six months, you know, and then loan him out in January. But we'll see.
0: I mean, those four players, Justin, that Orvin's mentioned there, do you think they'll play any part in pre-season and put themselves in the shot window? I mean, Undombele couldn't travel to Korea. He could not do that training session. He'd still be on the floor now on that pitch. Uh, Do do you see any of them getting any game
3: time against Rangers or whoever else we got and putting themselves in the shot window? Uh, in short, night. No. Uh, I mean, to be fair, and Domblay would still be over in South Korea, just still running the first length, I think, to <laughs> be honest, um, you know. Um, I, look, I think we've got. I think Conte has made very clear his way of doing things, and the club has put themselves into a corner that they have to do that. You know, because the fans want them to do it. They've seen what success he's brought, so they are fully on board. I think the entire fan base and everything is in Conte's corner with this and they're seeing with what is being done so and I think it it made a very good statement you know as much as I sat there and thought <clears throat> isn't it a bit odd to leave them there I'd have left them there if you know there are deals in the pipeline for them to go to that think's fair enough but if there is nothing in the pipeline it would have made more sense to keep them there get their fitness up get them some minutes <clears throat> and put them in the shop window But ultimately, Conte is setting his stool out here and is making it very, very clear who he wants, who he doesn't want. Those four will not ever play for Spurs again while Conte is at that football club. They are done. Cooked, toast, hook, line and sinker. Do do you think we'll get rid of them?
0: Do you think we'll get rid of
3: them for money <coughs> or just the a I, real I tend there. to think with what Orin has said about the whole, almost doing a sort of a deal like, um, you know, just get them off the books and pay us when, when you've got the money almost. I mean, I must admit, I was very surprised that they didn't write the deal off in terms of with um, Dele Alli for the Richarlison one, because ultimately... You look at the business that Everton have done, they've almost got to keep, they've, they've now got to keep Delhi Alley. So, the problem is, they're well, going to have the, to problem, use the it. problem
0: with Everton is their uh, financial fair play, they need the money, yeah. so they had to oh, it, sell it the was. Charleston. Yeah, they and, had they to, couldn't, but... couldn't do any kind of deal like that. They no. need the money flat out. So, but the, I don't think problem... Wings will go there unless it is a Delhi Alley deal or a loan. Well, again,
3: if I recall <laughs> with the Delhi Alley one, is if he plays another sort of 10 15 games, bang, that's 20 million quid, they've got to give which is a gamble because if they're down near the bottom and they're struggling again financially, and obviously we've seen the, the business that they've done or well, the lack of business because they've only brought in Tarkovsky, which I thought was a, a decent bit of business yeah, for them.
0: Free, isn't it? Yeah,
3: yeah
2: you do. but
3: you're, you're looking at it and you're thinking, well, that is such a an unbalanced squad there because they've got signings that Richarlison, not and Richarlis, Ancelotti brought in. Um, which, who and earth thought that was a cracking idea is beyond me. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you just, and then you've got signings that are, are sort of leaving from when Coombe was there, Martinez was there, Silva was there. So they're, they're a complete mess because they're not at a point where they can actually put any authority on what Lampard's doing. So they're going to have to almost play Dally Alley just to make up the numbers. And the problem will be is eventually. He will pay back the other 20 million quid that Spurs will get for him. So, in terms of those those four, I I mean I've heard reports today that Villarreal are trying to get rid of uh, ridiculous amount of players to get Lescelso back, which is why I don't understand why Tottenham have not tried to lowball them to get Paul Torres in. I I just find that absolutely <laughs> crazy. If you if you're trying to flog every single player you got. And one of the players you're trying to flog is Paul Torres and no one's coming in. Why mm. not just say because you're because you're almost getting to a point where that value of Torres just keeps coming down and down and down, and mm. to a point you're almost saying, well, 10 million quid in a sell so and thank you very much. Um, yeah. which is which is a bargain. So I but in short, I don't think that they will play again for Spurs. I think the only one who might um, could be winks, but that would only be because of homegrown, nothing else.
2: Yeah,
3: <clears throat>
0: yeah. I mean, uh, 38 people in the uh, uh, watching at the moment, only 22 likes. Please boost that up, people. Really helps the channel. Thanks to all the comments. Uh, Ellie's one there. Or in you related to Lenny Kravitz?
1: No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I think Meggy <clears throat> a strange one, isn't there? Because Sessignon's always injured. Perisic is obviously non Premier League uh, tested, if you like, if that's even a, <laughs> the right terminology. Obviously Davies can play over there, but then uh, Justin mentioned earlier wants another defender in, and and I think with with the forwards we've got four really good forwards there for three positions. Midfield we've got four really good players for two positions. Defence, if one of those central defenders gets injured sanchez or Vodon, who i don't even know his first name anymore it's been so long since he's been in the team uh and so we're a little bit bare in central defense uh, but we'll come to the players coming in a bit later on when we start talking about transfers but um mm-hmm. yeah i mean uh, back to you justin uh, just a question i asked do, do you think any of those players like sar uh, hill have done anything, obviously, in career, you know, training and, and effort and anything to, to warrant being put into the Premier League squad and given a chance? Or do you think they'll be loaned again?
3: I, uh, and, I Troy would, well,
0: and Troy yeah, Power as well. Yeah, I
3: mean, I hope if all three, I think all three will be loaned out. But I think oh, it will depend on where they're loaned to, to depend on what future they've got. If you, you know, because I don't know about anybody else, but when I saw Brian Hill go off and play in, in Spain for Valencia... It I needs thought, to be well, someone that, English, doesn't that, it? That, 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 that doesn't make any sense. Exactly, you know. Um, and I understood why uh, Papé Sarr was back at Mets because of the deal that he had. But all three of these players either need to be at a Premier League or Championship club. They need to be getting those minutes in this country playing, you know, in this league and beefing themselves up, you know. I mean, I looked at, you know, Papé Sarr out there and it was like watching Stickman. It really was, <laughs> you know. He's, You know, I was just worried for him that he was going to break if someone just, but you know, bust, busted, bounced off him or something. He would just crock into a pile on the floor. So I do think that those ones, those three in particular, they could have a future, But they need to prove that they can do it. And I would honestly be looking at doing a deal with, you know, someone like Brentford. You know, we've seen how well the players have done when they've gone to Brentford. I think that's a reasonable setup there. You know, Nottingham Forest, I think you could do something with them. Um, Fulham, Fulham maybe. Yeah, They've lost Carvalho. Yeah, or Bournemouth. You know, Bournemouth haven't signed a single player. Um, Mm. You know, which when I read that, I was stunned. I thought, aren't you meant to be surviving the Premier League? (laughs) You know, uh, clearly they're doing a Norwich 2.0. They're just not going to sign anybody, you know. <laughs> um, so I would like to see them get a loan because I think when you look at what Conte is wanting, Papé Sa is almost similar to Heubierg, um, Skip, Bentancourt and Basuma. So I, I just don't see where he fits in. Why would you have him around if he's not getting proper minutes? Um you look at then, he'll, you know, nothing has changed since Conte made it clear he didn't rate him. So, I don't see why. You've got to prove yourself in the Premier League to to, to change that. Um, and Troy Parrott, people were raving over him. Yeah, because he did it in League 2, or League 1, sorry, with MK Dons. He wasn't able to do it at the Championship. He's now got to prove he can. A bit like Harry Kane did. Harry Kane had six or seven loans. Mm. You know, um, I don't, I, I think we've all seen the picture of him on the bench with Jamie Vardy you know, turning around and saying at some point, this is actually going to be England's top pairing. So <laughs> I, I, I do sit there and I think this, this, these ones need English loans. I don't see them being at the football club because for what Conte wants, which is to win now, they're not ready. Simple as that. When you look at the signings that are being made, they're players that, that boost the squad and are ready for now. And those three in particular are not ready. Simple as that. No.
0: Yeah, uh, just before we move on, just a comment here from RJR Jones. How you doing, buddy? Uh, is Tommy doing any more solo streams, transfer streams, do you know? I would imagine being that the transfer uh, window isn't shut. He will be. Uh, he's got a show tomorrow uh, at 7 o'clock, so uh, he, he'll be able to answer that for you there. Unfortunately, I don't know. He's uh, not on WhatsApp at the moment. Uh, but, yeah, I imagine so. He, he He's been doing them every week, so I imagine he will be. We've got Bob Spur here saying Tommy loves doing solos. Simple question, turn dirty. Uh, <laughs> cheers, Bob. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's move on to our, our, our last signing. Uh, as Justin said, uh, you know it's going to be a decade until he's announced, but I think it's pretty safe to say he has joined Jed Spence. Uh, good signing for you, Owen. Or uh, I, I was hoping we'd get like a ready-made wing right wing back in, and then it'd be him versus Doherty for that. That space, obviously, Jed Spence is not experienced, certainly in the Premier League. He obviously fits Conte's system, you know, attacking fullback. Mm. Most amount of dribbles in the Championship last year for a defender. I think he had 192. Next was 118 or something like that. Uh, do you think it's a good signing? One for the future, one to... and and who do you think will be the 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 the, the main right wing back for the start of the season? For me, it would be Doherty <laughs> with Jed Spence as his a uh, deputy. Uh, uh, don't know why we're saying Emerson isn't for sale, but I think he'll be down in the pecking order. But good signing for you. And who do you think will be our right back, uh, right wing back starter?
1: Um, yeah, it's good signing, and it's clear the intentions that he's one for the future. Um, he shows potential, and yeah, he's working with uh, with a manager who's been known to get the best out of players and improve them. Um, as for the the second question, all three. I think all three will be playing their part. Doherty, Emerson, and Jeff Spence because what the right-wing back role is a very, very tiresome position. It's one of the most hardest, difficult positions to play because you're having to run up and down that field constantly and have to be there. So I think even even on the left side, they kind of have it covered because Davies can fill in that side and then uh, Lang- Langley can play. I if, if Emerson's not for sale and Spence and Doherty are there, Conte will probably find a way to play all three of them throughout the season um, because he, he, you have to keep them fresh. You know, it, very rarely they will to play, especially when they're playing in the Champions League, you know, playing a Saturday, then playing a Wednesday, then playing a Saturday again or the Sunday, you know, whenever they play. To ask one right-wing back to do that and the, what Darkly has shown is that he has, you know, he's got injuries in him. He does tend to get injured. Um, Jeff Spence, it's going to be very taxing for him. Emerson, you know, he's got the lungs for it, and I think he's actually a really good defender. It's just his crossing, that's a bit of an issue. Um, but that will be sorted out. So I do see, if, if if Emerson doesn't get sold, I do see Conte using all three. Um, and I, I even thought that with um, the the left-back position as well, with uh, Perotic and um, Sessing Young, and then you have... Reglaton, I thought he would use all three of them, but obviously there's something, I think maybe it's his attitude problem, Reglaton, there's something, him and Conte, is from how to falling, I don't know, but if he manages to stay, I don't think Conte will, you know, be too bothered by it, because again, that those two, that position is, to, it was shown last year, that was Tottenham's biggest problem, was finding players, you know, we were talking about, as I said, playing Birdwin there, you know, because it, it is taxing, it is a lot of uh, ground to cover. So, right right side, yeah, I expect all three of them to play.
0: Yeah, what do you think, Justin? Uh, good signing and uh, who will be the uh, starter? Obviously, like Ovin said there, it's up and down, up and down, which he was able to do last year. He's got a really good engine, but he'll find out very quickly that hell of a lot of difference between the Championship and the Premiership. But uh, good signing for you. And uh, who do you think will be the main uh, right wing-back?
3: Uh, yeah, I think I, th- I think it's a good signing. He did a, an excellent job in, in the championship. I mean, look, we you know we we're talking about earlier, um, you know about the likes of um, Troy Parrott and um, Pape Sarr and Brian Hill showing that they can do it in the uh, in the championship. So, you know, he has done that. He has gone out there. He's proven what he can do. And let's not forget, he had the three FA Cup games against Premier League teams um and tore him to bits he he really really did and i think for me he will be the one that that starts you know that that would be the one that right, i would right go from with.
0: the off against Southampton. right
3: right from the off that's the one that i would go for because you know in terms of what tottenham are wanting to achieve obviously it will be interesting to see if Doty has still got what he was showing last season, because obviously he was coming into some cracking form, but prior to the injury, he got the Aster Villa game. You know, he was playing really, really well. And, and credit to, to Emerson. I know he gets a lot of stick, but, you know, he wasn't playing too badly. I think for him, it was more yeah. the defensive side. So it's going to be interesting to see um, where he goes with it. Personally, though, I would go with Spence. If you brought the guy in and, and that's what you're ultimately looking for, um then that would be the one that i would go for but i think the other reason it, it, it's a good signing is because the makeup of the deal you know we're hearing it's 12 and a half million pounds um rising to, to 20 if all add-ons are met well if all add-ons are met then it's been an excellent signing yeah so and that's your so steal if
0: he turns out to be great yeah,
2: isn't yeah
3: and, and worst case you know I, I was listening to talk sport about this which made a very valid point if he goes, let's say for example, in two, three years' time it hasn't worked, and we sell him, you're talking probably selling him for about five, six million quid. You've basically bought a potential for six and a half million quid. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, I just don't see how that isn't a no-brainer for Spurs. So and I, I look, I mean, obviously, I I had my critics, or I didn't have my critics, but I had my I was critical of when I heard that Daniel Levy. Were sort of running the deal because i thought well this is going to mean it's going to be done on deadline day and we're going to you know just have to get one of those 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 deadline day sheets going into to get this one <laughs> over the line but when you actually look at the breakup of the deal you can see why they've done it you know um and it was quite interesting as well because i heard obviously and a lot of people worried about oh but chris wilder didn't want him neil warnock didn't want him and oh, nobody yeah, it, else came in for him. But Jose Mourinho didn't want Kevin De
0: Bruyne, I and mean, he hadn't done too bad. Well, he? He, he, uh, he, he, yeah. he, he, he didn't. He didn't want Salah
3: either. If so. you're going
0: on about this, play, this player wasn't wanted by this manager, you could say that about pretty much every player oh, who's ever course. been transferred yeah. in the game. And and, uh, and look, so. I've always said different players suit different systems. Yeah. Deli Ali isn't a terrible player. He may have, his attitude may have decided, I, I don't care about football anymore, but under Poch, that was a perfect system for him. At Chelsea, didn't suit Salah's system at all. The system didn't suit Salah at all. Liverpool, where it's all based on strikers, suits him down to the ground. The reason why he's getting God knows how many yeah. goals every
3: yeah. year. And, so yeah. And, and, and look, I mean, he worked, he worked well for Steve Cooper. Steve Cooper mm. got an excellent tune out of him and and this whole, well, Tottenham were the only show in town. Well, if you've made it clear to your club, I'm only going to Tottenham. What is it, what, If you're another club, why'd you go in for him? What, what are you mm. looking to achieve? Because he doesn't want to come to you. He wants to go to Tottenham. So this whole notion that Tottenham were the only show in town, well, that, yeah, and it, it was where he wanted yeah. to be. It's where he wanted to play his football. I don't ever have an issue with that okay we've seen some tweets and things he's put out but ultimately we will have to see conte will be the one that will look to get the best out of him and and hopefully it works but i do think i would be for me i think he'll either go for doherty or spence but if it was me i think he'll go for spence yeah
0: a couple of comments here uh scott m uh how you doing Scott Jed Spence is a future player could be intriguing as a starter not close to good enough <laughs> neither have Royal and Doherty so right back is very concerning if we don't upgrade well, I think you're going to be very disappointed Scott because we've already bought one I don't think we'll buy another but uh, THFC Brown here with a really good point I think uh, we will have two for each side, and Doherty will cover right back, wing back, and left wing back. He's done that for Ireland. He kept Ronaldo quiet for uh, Ireland against Portugal. So that may be why Vecchion's uh, leaving and why we've said uh, Emerson not for sale. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but Orin, in, in in terms of the transfer window, if it closes now, how would you rate the window for me? It's 7.5 because we haven't got a few players out and we still need a few positions, which just is a sign of how much we've improved. Being that we've got six players in each fulfilling a different point that we need a position for, it's not just signing players for the sake of it. Uh, and we're still not happy. I mean, it's a sign <laughs> of how far we've come. But for you, if the transfer window ended tomorrow or now,
1: um, rate it. yeah, it's it's good. Um like like you said, Spurs have got players in that they're expected to get in, they've got cover. Um, they haven't really sold any main player uh, apart from Birdwine, but I don't know if you can say that he was a main player for Spurs. Um so yeah, it's like safe to
0: see him go, but he wants to play in the World Cup, so fair play to him and, and it, fair play that he's not happy to just sit on a bench and take a pay paycheck.
1: Yeah, um yeah. I mean, he had to go basically. <laughs> like he, he wasn't the caliber, but Spurs have replaced, and it, like I said, it, it's you know Conte can't complain because he has the players that he wants. You know, all the fans are saying if Conte wants them, get him. So apparently he's got all the players that he wants. Um, so it's it's a good um, yeah, it, it's it's a good good transfer for me, and we we know that yes, maybe a couple more to go are going to come in. Um. But yeah, I would say it's a good transfer so far, um, and it'd be a good transfer if this was the, one, the last transfer. That's just—I sp- think I was reading there that Spence, there's paperwork issues or something, but it'll be announced tomorrow or something.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, well, so he, yeah, he sat
0: down, didn't he, with on the Spurs official? He sat down doing an interview, so it's only a matter yeah. of time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bob Spur here saying, now uh, 50 people watching. It's 41 now. Only 22 likes. What's going on? Slap that like button as if you're from Bel Air." Uh, <laughs> Such a way of words, such a way of words. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, Justin, in in your perspective, if it ended tomorrow, how would it go? And just before that as well, THFC Brown, another good point here. Winks potentially going to Southampton. We won't sell until after we've played them. Uh, That's possible because the window does close, uh, uh, I think, three weeks into the season, something like that, uh, 1st September. Uh, But yeah, if if the window ended now, uh, what would you rate the transfer window?
3: i'd probably myself rate it an eight because i think what we have done is we fixed one of the issues that the club has had for a very long time which is we've had a very good starting 11. but then if we get injuries suspensions or people aren't performing for one reason or another you know uh, we haven't got the opportunities there to replace them and i think we saw uh there many times when you know he had to look over the bench and see dane scarlett um you know harvey white and and just be like I can't put you on. You're not going to do anything I need. So mm. you know, I, I I think to be fair, I would say that he can't gr- he can't complain about the seat. And and to be fair, he he hasn't because I think when you look at it um, in terms of what he has done is he's given himself options to bring off the bench, to change things up, to do things differently. And you're looking at that, and I saw that comment, and that is. Absolutely ridiculous. I'm saying that now. Five out of ten, no chance. Yeah. You know, I, I, I um... do
2: agree
0: with the creativity. <laughs> I do agree with the creativity and the setback. Yes. back. Obviously, we've so, got um, uh, what's his name, uh, Lenglet, who I missed earlier. I miss, I forgot about earlier, but that's only a one year loan deal. But I think yeah. we, we've got our backup goalkeeper, who's a step up. Left wing well, he's back, which as
3: well, so it takes that ball. Yeah,
0: left wing back, which is a winner, so that will help the squad not just in his position, but in the winner as well. Basuma I think, can do everything in midfield, uh, so he instantly improves that midfield. Uh, Jed Spence, it, it, the jury's out on that. He could be an absolute world star. What I would say about getting them from uh, lower divisions didn't do us any harm with Delhi Ali uh, for a certain amount of time, and Liverpool fans aren't complaining. They got Andy Robertson from Hull either. Uh, and who else am I missing? Richarlison, who 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 instantly improves the squad, if, if you like, in that front four. So yeah, I think five out of ten is a bit harsh. Seven yeah. and a half for me. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, guess, I
3: sorry. mean, I, I what what I will say is I don't necessarily disagree with some of what, what, what Scott Amos said there because he is right about the centre back and about the creativity. You know, those are two areas that I think you, if he got those in. That then takes it to a 10 out of 10 for me in terms of window because that takes it in terms of us being having that plan B, you know, and, and I think then having stronger options because I wouldn't be so confident going into Champions League games if we had um, you know, Roden and Sanchez as the the options. You know, I think I'd like to see like a big name. And I don't understand why the club haven't just gone all out to get uh, Broma through the door because so many other clubs were facking with him. I think Juventus are now going to get him to replace De Ligt. But, you know, if with them bringing him in, isn't there that, um, I can't Upper Camo, I can't, I can't, I don't know how you say his name, but the centre-back uh, Bayern Munich You know, there's talk Uh, that he could be available. Is that this guy here, Cam Calla No, he's he he's from no, he's from uh, uh, he's from I think he's at Inter Milan. He's a playmaker, so he could be an option. But I have myself been beating the drum for James Madison because. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. There James Madison, uh, Justin
0: will he join uh, <laughs> <In> short, <laughs> that's the big rumour these days isn't it that's the big rumour at the moment I James think,
3: Madison I, I mean to me I can't see how he won't because it, everything that is shaping up and this is why I think there are certain deals that are still to be done you know and this potentially is one of them because from what my understanding of Leicester's situation they've got, they haven't got any money that's why they're not sign anyone. The only club in the Premier League, apart from I think Bournemouth, who haven't signed a single player. Yeah. Uh, oh no, tell lie. Bournemouth did. They signed. Um, I think they signed one on loan. I think so. But Leicester haven't signed anybody. They need to sell before they can buy. Uh, Madison yeah. has got two years left on his deal. I think we there offer was Champions
0: no- League as well. Yeah,
3: I think the the thing with him was that there was talk that initially Leicester were looking at. 75 million, 80 million. Tottenham are like, we can't get in that. Not in that. We, we'll find someone else then. And I think what we start to see is that our price is slowly coming down with that. And let's not forget, Conte doesn't always play with a playmaker. This is more to do a plan B for, for him. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, like you say, with plan B and C, the five subs yeah, is 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 massive this season. The squad and the different, uh, yeah. the different weapons that you have. Yeah.
3: And, what, and and what I think to be fair I wouldn't be surprised. I know there's comments about him going to Southampton. My guy instinct is is that there'll be a dumb there'll be a deal done with Madison coming to Spurs and Winks going to Leicester. I think yeah. that is what will happen personally. So yeah, yeah. it's got to, to happen, you know, what T you know, and I a hundred percent agree with the comment that T H F C Brown has just put in about getting Madison and um, you know, I can't even say his name and it's a ten out of ten window. hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. What do you think, Oren, about Madison?
0: For me, he's a tremendous player. There's obviously some Spurs fans who won't want him because of what he said about Gareth Bale. It's almost like someone who's young says something silly and then doesn't uh, <laughs> mean it later on in life when they mature. So, for me, it's not even an issue. Uh, mm. But what do you think, Madison coming in, uh, would you take him? How much do you think we'll go up to? Uh, if they need money, Leicester, <laughs> then they're kind of not at the mercy because he's got two years left, but it's like, well, do we sell him for a bit of cup price because we need the money, or do we hold out for the full 70, 75 million or, or whatever they want for him? But there's no doubt he would improve our team. Whether Conte plays with that type of player or not, the, the the five subs, the different competitions, the squad and homegrown as well, which is would be a big factor. But do you see him coming?
1: Um it's all it's all just been kind of released. You know, the gossip and everything has started started. The thing is though, like I always I always think of this question like if if he wasn't link would spurs fans be thinking about him um his he, work he has been
0: kind of on, on twitter verse uh, yeah you
1: know, it's, it's, it's like, like but, but it's, it's,
0: it's, spurs fans.
1: It, his work his work rate um, his, his attitude because he did you know suffer into the fashion things so uh, if he came to spurs would it be a player who came to spurs because yeah i'm at spurs i get to play champions league amazing stadium and then i can post on my instagram stories and look at what i'm wearing or is it coming to buckle down and really play that's the question and i think spurs are probably going to be looking at him in the, the entire history of leicester and see right how consistent is he is he a player that's been you know consistent all season or does he you know drop off because even last season you know yes he was there he got injuries yeah he did you know he upped this game against spurs because he wants to play and perform against a big club um but if he come to spurs it's yeah i could you know depending on the price um yeah i think it depending on the price and you know like justin said maybe something for winks you know money plus winks you get madison wages wise do spurs really want to be paying you know, if, again, it, it just all depends, you know, does GM Madison want to sit on the bench, you know, as well? Like, is it's World Cup Is that up. where
0: he'll be for you? Because a comment here from Jacob Fowler, how are you doing, buddy? It, I'm not sure it's not what he said. Uh, I'm assuming that's Conte. But we play with two centre midfielders. Currently, we have five. Vasuma just signed two. Quality players, So, Madison won't happen. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean. Someone would have to drop even out.
1: If, yeah, it, it's, you know, skip. Spurs have abundance. And again, it's kind of like, if you want to get a playmaker like a James Madison, why not just keep La Celso? You know, because yes, I, Celso... I, I,
0: I think James Madison is far, far better than... The, the one thing about La Celso, I cannot get out of my head. I cannot mm-hmm. get out of my head. I think it was against Leeds, is when he had the ball on the right, and instead of going straight, went sideways to the right and dribbled it out for throw. Uh, I cannot get well,
1: that James, out of my head. But, James I mean, Madison has... No, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing. Like, I'm not saying that. It's kind of like, I don't know. I'm just, if, if it happens, it happens. But it wouldn't be a player that I would go, yeah, go all out to get him. I, I just I just don't see, you know, he doesn't, every time he's played, yes, he can score good goals and everything. But I just feel like, is he going to be that player to work hard, fight first place? And Conte place two in the middle. Could you see him, you know, I think Basama is is more than capable of being creative. He's got the passing range. God, he's, he's got, got the, everything. In midfield. He's, he's got, got everything, so everything. you got Skip as well, who I think would be more than into that. And I do understand Spurs players saying about creativity, though you can have the most creative player in the team who's creating chances. But you need, you know, Kane and Song, Kulaveski, they showed, you know, they can create anything between them. And with Basama playing as well and his he's engine, on. Uh, you know, and he has a passing ability as well, which 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 will allow Benton to move forward, and he's got the passing range as well. So it could be a, a system where Kane doesn't need to drop deep anymore, which means that Kane is more, you know, and then Bruce can come in for Kane and Bruce offers something that Kane doesn't offer, which is speed in uh, uh, um, speed in behind. Um. So yeah, if, if it, ha- it it's a, it's a signing that I think if Spurs get done, it'll be cool, but. For me, it's just like, will it be kind of another Deli Alley situation? A more expensive Deli Alley situation? Because, like I said, James Madison was, you know, his head had dropped him and Deli Alli were posting pictures of wearing skirts and stuff with each other. And it's like, you know, it's it's is if it's head, it is in the right place and he wants to come and compete to be the number one, fair play. But if he's willing to go, yeah, like I said, I'm playing Champions League, you know, I'm on the bench, I can just take selfies of me in Tottenham Osborne Stadium, then what's the point, you know, if I want to play like that?
0: I think if we do sign him, there's no way Conte's allowing him to just take selfies and stuff like that. But uh, a couple of comments here, THFC Brown. Against low block, Conte can play with three-five-two. So this is this comes back to the five subs, again, a, a low block. Uh, with, with three subs, you could tweak your little formations a little bit. With five subs, you can completely change how you play and the tactics and everything. And RJR Jones... Levy's not dropping 60 million on Madison. Conte wanted a creative midfielder. He would have snapped Ericsson up at the start of the window. Uh, On that, I've got a friend who's a United fan, uh, Justin, and he was saying that Ericsson said he didn't want to go to Tottenham because he didn't like Conte's system. Now, this is paper talk, Twitter talk, whatever talk you want. No one here knows, he doesn't know either, my friend, whether that's true or not. Only Ericsson and Conte and Levy or Paratici, or, or whoever know about that. But I did think when we played Bournemouth, we would get Ericsson because it would uh, again Plan B, Plan C, and he knows Conte. But yeah,
3: I, I'm think, not really I sure think the, what the, question the, the is thing better. for me on that one <laughs> is looking at it. I I think there's a, there's different factors that came into it. I think the first one was wages. You know, the the, the issue was is that he's on. I think he's going to be on about 350 <laughs> week, three hundred and fifty grand a week, anywhere over three hundred grand a week. The problem that you have is if you start giving that to him, what does Kane think? Because Kane's not on that. What does something? There's no way we
0: would give him that, would it? If he said, I want 300,000, well, you can't have that. You can have this. Well, that's obviously less.
3: Yeah. And that's kind of, I think, where it has come into it. I think what's happened is Tottenham were very much in the running, but United, I think, from a financial aspect, Blew them out of the water. And, and you know and they desperate own... for
0: players as well, aren't they? Because <laughs> well, they're that they they yeah, an yeah, they the they best are. man, you know. Oh, that's
1: never yeah. seen. And their know. best player
0: wants to leave uh, you know uh, three weeks before the start of the season. Oh, I mean, the... We know how that feels. <laughs> uh, so
3: yeah, yeah I, yeah. I mean I mean you you sort of look at it and you just think, yes, it did seem like a no-brainer, but once the money became as ridiculous as it did in terms of the wages i think tottenham then themselves thought this is going to become quite expensive here because a bringing him in doesn't solve the homegrown situation and, and i think i know what um rjr is saying about the dropping that sort of money but the problem that he's got is we're in a situation where i think we're about six or, or seven players over homegrown quota in terms of yeah. foreign players so he's got to get players out the door. Um, well, I, and he I heard to that Dyer doesn't
0: qualify. No, he does, doesn't no, it qualify. Does
3: which is absolutely ridiculous
0: when you've you've represented yourself, that country, England, mm. in a World Cup. But, you know, you're allowed to qualify for another country because, you know, your mum's, sister's, brother's, friend's, friend's dog's vet yeah. qualifies you for that country as well, which is absolutely ridiculous. And Dyer doesn't qualify.
3: Yeah, qualify, yeah do. it, it, anyway. it was absolutely crazy. Um, but, yeah. So I think that is the the issue that, that they've got, you know, and, you know, I understand what Orin is saying about the L- Celso, but I think the problem is, is that he's, he is one of those players, I think a bit like Ndombele has got so much talent. It's an amazing footballer. Celso you're talking about ha- here. Oh, I'm talking about both Celso and Ndombele. I think they're oh, right. both going okay. to the same with this because people could say, well, why don't you fit one of those in there? And, in an ideal world, you would, you really would, but I just think you know it's that classic phrase of "Can you do it on a cold night in a cold Tuesday night in Stoke?" And neither of those two, I think, were were able to. In in the club's eyes, were able to do it. I think in Conte's eyes, we know that Conte ain't going to be here, you know, anything longer than maybe this season or the the following season. So he the isn't Madison going word, to. Well, I think Madison fit ticks. A lot of boxes for what Conte would be looking for, and I think ultimately this is where the, the the difference comes into it. It is very much a case of what fits in terms of what it what they want. Because I mean, there are other players out there. You know, I've I've spoken before about Weston McKenney I think he'd have been a good option. You know, there are other players that were potentially out there that could be looked at, but I think. The, the big sort of stumbling block will always be the homegrown. So I I do think you know if you said to me who is going to be our our playmaker, I think it will be James Madison. Do I have yeah. a problem with that? Absolutely not. Because no, I don't at all. He you know three kicks gonna... as well, corners. Uh, something well, as, 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 long as, stums, ha- well, as long as as long as as long as is absolutely nowhere near them, then we're absolutely. Well, fine. He scored one, didn't he? Didn't yeah. That was never a mind a about a deflection. A he riffing scored riffing one. It was on kick. target.
0: That was a goal goals. Pa- Dubious goals panel gives that to him because the shot was on target. Yeah, because
3: it was a pinball goal, pretty <laughs> but, much that was. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I do think that, that Madison will come. I I said, I think there are other options. I think there are other decent options. I think there are other cheaper options. But unfortunately, Spurs will be looking at the homegrown side yeah. of things with that. So... I wouldn't be surprised if if we see him holding up a, a spare shirt in the yeah, future. I'd,
0: I'd be I'd be happy with it. I'd be delighted mm. with it. But uh, uh, I f- from uh, Ellie's question in the chat earlier, you can include Madison in this as well. Who who would you have if you had the choice between Tillemans, Fekir? I, I don't know too much about him to be perfectly honest. And Memphis Depay. The These are obviously boomers that have been going around. Uh, as as well as Madison. So there's four players there. So mm-hmm. would you take any of them? Would you take all of them? Obviously, all of them is going to be <laughs> tricky because of Yeah, the
3: situation situation. All right. if you do take all of them, you now need to tell us what your midfield is going to
1: look like. That yeah. <laughs> that's that's the thing. It's like. Well,
0: obviously, with, with Depay, I don't know where Fekir plays, but Depay, obviously, uh, Justin said earlier about getting someone else. the the, the top four positions which he'd obviously be playing in those positions but yeah any of those would you take include Madison in that although if if I if I was
1: if if I had money and I was you know I I would I would take Madison because English he's English you know this like Spurs have made six signings and the, the, the transfer window hasn't even started and Spurs fans still want more and every time I go on Twitter it's this player, this player. And I'm like, right, you do realise that they need to have English players in the team. You know, it, there's no point. Like, I, I saw this, like, account I posted their dream team. Not only Kane was English player. I'm like, so what happens? You know, so I would say that Madison is the, the option to go with. Um, the others, again, they're foreign. Forget about foreign players for a while. That's, yeah. you know, English, you know, you need to have an English solid base in, 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 in a premiership team. Um, if you don't have that, you just have a bunch of, you know, because you have the, the, the language barrier as well. Um, the, the Players that Spurs have bought, you know, Basama, he can speak English, Perotich can speak English. I think they were saying Retardison can kind of speak English. Yeah. He might not be comfortable about it. But what, what the transfer window has shown is that Spurs have bought players that are ready to play for the premiership. Perotich is meant to be ready for the premiership. So Madison, so you know, bring Madison in. If his like I said before, if they don't sign him, no big deal. But if his head is in the right place, then sure bring him in. But that's the player I'd bring in because one, he's in English. He's English, and that's what that's what Spurs need. Yeah, like, they do. yeah, totally. it's it's and again, all these fans like again, it's it's great saying you get this player and get this player and get this player. And it's like this is not fantasy team, you know. What I mean, this is not yeah. football manager where you can buy. You can use a, a cheat where you can buy, you know, can have a f- almost set a team. You need to keep these players, and also it's going to cost money to have those players on the bench, yeah. and then they start getting disgruntled. So yeah, it, it's kind of like. Yeah. H- I, mean, h- I've,
3: I, I was just going to say, apologies for interrupting, yeah. but I mean, I yeah, no, the right. only other one that comes, I think, anywhere of that you could consider similar to that would be James Wall Prowse, but the problem with him. He's, he's got a longer contract. Yeah, he's yeah, and this is and this is why I I totally agree with what Oren is saying there. The the beauty with Madison is, as you said, you can look at all the other players and they would all fit in perfectly. Are they English? No, there's your problem. So apologies, carry on.
0: I think I think with James Ward-Prowse and James Madison, for me, James Madison is a far better player. Uh, maybe I'm being a bit harsh to James Ward-Prowse. He's <laughs> obviously playing in a weaker team, but I mean, free kicks is unbelievable beckham kind
1: of level there but i think james madison offers you more well james madison for me if you look at the team he's playing in he has the right players around him whereas james or prores he's he's constantly doing free kicks you know it's constant and i think if if, say that both came in the market i would go for uh prowess because he can play deep as well so he can play next to benton core or appear Whereas Madison is not really defensive, he needs to play like a number 10 or, you know, where Son plays. Um, so I think James rosado is more of a hard worker and, you know, yeah. he will be around busybody, whereas Madison kind of fades out of games sometimes. Um, so yeah, I would, I would definitely, I think Jared Porras is, is a better, more complete hardworking player than Madison. Yeah.
0: Uh, we've got a comment from Jacob Farrow, which we're going to come to in a sec, but it links onto this, Justin. Uh, so the 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 banner is: Who else do we need? Who do you think we'll get? You can ignore Madison for that because we've already talked about him. But you obviously said a central defender, and Jacob Farrow says centre back for Dyer should be the only focus. Uh, I'm not really sure of the hate for Dyer. I thought he played quite uh, well do, last do, season. Do, do you know what? He obviously I, makes I mistakes, not... but you know, who, who would you rather have in your in your team? Him. Or Harry Maguire, for me, we've got... Thank you, thank you, yes. And and, (laughs) Romero isn't a leader? Romero isn't a leader? Let
3: me me put a comment out to to that, because one of the things that I do find quite interesting is obviously the the same fans who say that Eric Dyer isn't good enough, he shouldn't be in the squad, he shouldn't be playing, so on and so forth, are the same fans who then complain when he's not getting in the England squad. So how can he be? How can he be good enough for the Spurs? Not be good enough for the Spurs squad, but good enough for the England national team. That is where, to me, I think people need to be looking at that. You know, yeah. do and, I? And, you know, and also, as well, sorry to
0: cut you off there. Uh, if he's not playing, Sanchez is, and yeah. Sanchez and gets that, so much that hate. Is, so much hate on Twitter
3: as well. So, well, that's uh, that's what yeah. I'm going to come on to. That's the bigger issue for me, and that's kind of why. When I look at what Spurs have done so far around the centre back situation, around the whole, you know, getting long lane, because ultimately Ben Davies didn't do a bad job. He was pretty good. Let's not forget Davies, and he was Romero. superb that, that, that the
0: well, fourth last game, two, fifth last game. Those two, those
3: two, I think they conceded five goals in ten games. You know that yeah. is that is solid Premier League defending. So to me, I don't have a problem with those two being there. You know, I understand the long lay one because it then means there's competition, and maybe Tottenham will be able to do a deal. Let's not forget Barcelona are doing the most craziest of business in the world, <laughs> where you know for players that aren't <laughs> worth it by any stretch of the imagination, so the we just, gamble. If it goes, it sixty wrong,
0: million on Lewandowski, well, a quality striker. It, but he's it, 34. When, it,
3: when this goes wrong, we'll be able to get long lay for a tenner if it works. The way it's going, it is absolutely yeah, yeah. crazy with that one. Um, but I, I, I did see that. a
0: hilarious video of uh, uh Lewandowski's Lewandowski stealing uh the uh uh Ballon d'Or that Lionel Messi won yeah. that he should have got and It was just a video of uh Forrest Gump running uh it from the film,
3: <laughs> very funny. It was I saw, I saw one similar of him staring you know, just this per, like a fish or a bloke staring at a fish staring back at him, and it was just him similar to that staring at Lionel Messi's Ballon d'Or. So I thought that was quite funny, but. You know, when I look at the centre-back situation at Tottenham, my my sort of feeling of it is is that they've got decent enough anyway, you know. But it's more the backup behind it. That's kind of where the issue comes into it. It's those players that can come in, you know, if Dyer gets injured. You know, I agree with what you're saying. The whole Sanchez, I would be uncomfortable with him as the backup, you know. And I think Roden as much as he is meant to be the backup, it's just not been given the opportunity. So no. I think I'd like to see them potentially moved on um, and someone that can come in and cover or can compete. Because ultimately, you know, if... if I mean, it won't happen because I think Bremer's now going to Juventus. But if we were to get him or Paulo Torres or someone like that, that is someone who is competing for that position. And don't forget, Longley can play centre-back. It doesn't play left center back so i know power torres is left footed so if you had that you've then got that competition there and that's the thing for me dire i haven't got a problem with i think no. it's good enough i think though you know you, you've got to be looking at it though in terms of for where tottenham are for a team that are fourth pushing for third yep that's absolutely fine just to get into liverpool's team no, no. I mean, that, that links team. onto Stuart no, that 727. That is where
0: it comes on there. Yeah, that links on to this, Stuart 727. Dyer and Ben Davis both had a good season. Not getting on Dyer would keep him, but he can be upgraded or have decent competition. I agree with that. I mean, there are players that could oust Dyer, but for me, the worst for Dyer is, is on the bench and someone to come in or back up at worst. Like, like you say, wouldn't get in Liverpool's team. Because they're, they're far, far superior. But uh, yeah, and, uh, Scott M. <laughs> really doesn't like him. He's <laughs> no. terrible. He's upgrading. Even though I don't care about England, if I did, I wouldn't say Dyer should be ahead of any of the centre backs. <laughs> I think Harry Maguire has had an awful season. Uh, so but, the, the, the thing anyway,
1: is, yeah. yeah. D- Dyer, we all said Spurs fans, even Scott M., all the Spurs fans will say, if Conte, could have trained Victor Moses to be a right-wing back. He can do that for every other player. So why can't he make Roden and Sanchez great defenders? Because that's what the Spurs fans, the Conte lovers, have said. You can make Lucas Moura a right-wing back. Look what he did for Victor Moses. He, he, Conte takes players and makes them better. Look what he did for Ben Davies. Look what he's done for this. Look what he's done for that. So if needs be, and they can't get rid of Sanchez or Roden, then... Because I think Roden didn't play last season because, and I've maintained this. Roden didn't play last season because Conte wanted to stabilize, back three. But we forget that when Romero was injured for the last four games of the the last month of it, Sanchez came in and he played really well. well.
0: So the case of
1: Emerson for that,
0: for that, same um, with Emerson as well.
1: So, so the case of the matter is Roden if he stays, he can be developed. He will get game time, and you know, why can't Conte take time with him? You know, because like I said before, I do think that Roden, he had injuries, he messed up his rib and he kept getting injured. It wasn't a case that he, yes, he, he's a young defender, but it's not like he was having major, major bad performance. And anyone who says, you know, by dire, it's kind of like Harry Maguire, 80 million money United paid for that person. He's, he's made the captain. So that means that this season, Harry Maguire is a captain of Man United, a player that makes errors upon errors upon errors, and Gareth Southgate picked him, and it was kind of like, why, <laughs> you know? Oh, I've seen what Eric can do, but you see what Maguire can do. So Eric Dyer, for what he's came in for. How much was he bought for? Twenty million, if not less. Started oh, as a, a lot r- less than that. Not less than that. Hand. Played as a right wing. Played as a right back. Then he played as a midfielder, now he's central. Conte said, you know, he he can be one of the best defenders and, uh, you know, best central backs if he puts his head down. And he played them there because a lot of Spurs fans were saying if Conte plays centre-back, we will not question him. But now he does. It's, oh, he needs to go. What happened to this? If Conte wants to play in there, Conte can play him there. Well, does it like, where does that, because if we're willing to say, oh, Lucas Moore should play right wing back. But yet you you don't like Dyer, so why not put Lucas Moore at right, uh, centre centre midfield? He can jump, he's fast. You know what I mean. So like, so it's just I think the slating that Dyer gets is just over the top. Really, really is over the top. And um, I think he's a very good, he's a good defender, and in front of him as well, he's got Pierre Bentoncourt, He can also help him manage that. Um, and yeah, I think he's 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 experienced as well. Played Champions League. Um, he's played for the international team. Um, and I think Roden and Sanchez can be developed into good, you know, they're young enough to develop. So if Conte keeps them, they, they stay. Yeah, I, I don't can, think I, it's a big I think, issue. Yeah,
0: I, I think Dive is one, uh, Justin, that Conte trusts. Well, uh, The same with um, uh, uh, Davies and then obviously Romero is the best defender at the club. Uh, but Romero isn't a leader, can't really play in that centre yet. Uh, he, he needs someone like Dyer there, and he looked far, far more comfortable for me. Anyway, when Dyer was in the centre, rather than yeah, when I, he I was mean, in the centre or Sanchez was in the centre. Yeah, so, I, I, is Dyer world class? No, is he awful? No, he, he's a good defender for me. And he's a good defender, you know, it, and I think the only reason
3: but i do think we need strengthening up there. Is one, one, is if one you good were player going to get a big name in to compete with him and that and that's the whole thing and, and i don't have any problem with that i think my only worry would be if we went in because obviously now with there's talk that tanganga is going off to um Milan, <sighs> to, yeah you
1: know and, uh, um
3: you know, road, road into forest as well as uh, yeah that you know that, that that's been going for a while that one so mm-hmm if those two go off on loan, which I think they need to, I wouldn't want to see them leave the club because I think they could show something really special for us. But if they went off on loan, my concern would be that I just don't think Sanchez is at the same level as Dyer. You know, and and one of the things that has been seen, and coming back to what Oren was saying about he can mould certain players, but he can't mould others. I think there's something about Sanchez, that he can be erratic. We've seen that with Dyer, but we're seeing that being reined in. Whereas I think sometimes with Sanchez, it looks a little bit like rabbit in a headlights. And, and he's still young, so it could be developed. But let's not forget Conte wants to win now. So I would think that there will be another centre back coming in, not to be an upgrade. But to compete, because I think Dyer yeah. has done enough to justify why he should be given a comp- given yeah. an opportunity this year.
0: Who, who do you think that centre back might be? Obviously, realistically,
3: slimy.
1: <laughs> Let's get I a foreign defender a... in because we, well, we need the forward. We need more foreigners. <laughs> that's the
3: thing. <laughs> I think. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I think the problem is with that. Because I understand, I totally agree with what you're saying there on about, you know, it's about another foreigner, another foreigner. I think yeah. the problem that Spurs have got here is when you look at what is available in terms of a homegrown side, that is it's an upgrade on Dyer. Let's not forget that, that is it's an upgrade on Dyer, because that's really what you're looking for. Either a same level of Dyer or an upgrade to Dyer, because otherwise you stick with Joe, well, no, Joe Roden doesn't classify as Homegrown, I don't no, think so. Novelty, so, yeah. So, so ultimately, you're then going through the list, and I think the problem is, is that because to me, the one that sticks out for me that I don't understand why there isn't a deal being done or looked at with everything going on is Tomori from AC Milan. He, he's just won the Scudetto. Mm. You yeah, know, he's, he's,
0: he's, he's ex ex-Chelsea guy, field, isn't he? He's, he's but
3: English. Yeah, he's English. But mm. this is another problem. This is another thing. Excuse me, I don't understand. Why is Tottenham now not considering doing deals with Chelsea? Abramovich is gone. That was a big stumbling block. You know, would would Rob, Ruben Loftus-Cheek not be a, a, an option for them to consider? Something like that. He did okay at Chelsea. He could come in. But to me, I think looking at it, it is difficult. The only player that I could see coming in that is a similar level or better than that British would be Fakaio Tomori. That would be the only one. However, I think Tottenham will go foreign and will just try and go British elsewhere. That's all I can think of, really. Yeah,
0: so obviously uh, to make it a 10 out of 10, uh, you kind of already answered this. Madison and... Uh, the, a a uh,
3: centre-back, I mean, but yeah, yeah. I, I, one of... I wouldn't want, if, if it was a centre-back that was, say, coming from the Championship... That was going to, you know, to learn and things like that, then no, because we've already got that yeah. in Joe Roden. That's what we bought Joe yeah. Roden for. And
0: then presumably me, for a 10 out of 10 as well, you'd want certain people out that we've
3: probably already mentioned. I, To be honest, I, that, that's down to the club to deal with. It doesn't matter if they're out, because all that will happen is under Conte, they just won't they'll, they'll train with the kids you know i mean we saw danny rose training with the kids you know so it i mean we'll, we'll smash the under 23 league we'll smash that bearing <laughs> in mind the amount of players we'll have playing there um, but I, I i don't i couldn't i couldn't I, I i couldn't care less um you know to to that sort of level with regards to to outgoings because if tottenham want to keep them on their books well, that's up to them, really, personally, yeah. I think. The only thing that it would be stupid is what they've done in the past, where they've kept players on um, who have just not... Um, who have just sat there, run their contract down, and just then they've gone for nothing, as, as in the end we saw with, with Deli Alley, You know, he could have got 20 £25 with when BSG came in, and Mourinho wanted him gone, and Tottenham were like, no, 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 he's got potential. And in the end, they just got begged Everton to take him on a buy-now-pay-later, so... From that side couldn't couldn't care less you know in terms yeah. of outgoings as long as we bring in those two for me then it becomes a 10 out of 10 window
0: yeah for me as well it becomes a 10 out of 10 with madison in uh, because that gives us a bit of creativity and like i've said with the five subs something like that but uh and then a defender as well but if it's a world-class defender, great. I hope we're never going to turn our dad noses down at a world-class defender, but certainly someone who can who can uh, compete with those. And then, Because I think going forward, we've got really great competition for places with those front four. Madison makes it a five, I guess. Uh, and then that midfield is great competition for places as well. If we can do that in the central defence, I think it's a really great window. And then the only other thing I would say that is different for 10 out of 10 is to get belly out, because I think he's got the potential if he's around young players and in the chain. Room to be Paul Pogba-ish, you know, slightly toxic and moaning and moaning and moaning and bringing things down. But Oren, for it to make a ten out of ten for you, what what, what would need to happen? Bring it, who, who would need to come in? Who would need
1: to come out? Um, in truth, uh, whoever whoever Spurs buy in, I'm sure they've turned their scouting. I'm I'm not one for big, you know. For me, I've never like I'm not one to go. Oh, she get this player. She get this player. She get that player. Um because I'm not the one, you know, the manager, I'm not the coach. So for me, I think that the transfer that's been done so far has been really good. Um they've got back up in the right places, they've got exactly what they delivered, which is mixture of experienced players with young players. Um I don't personally think that the centre back's a big, big massive issue. You know, again, we're talking about if if it doesn't happen, we've got the World Cup, so there will be a gap in the season. Um so they'll You know, those guys will be playing in the World Cup and then maybe in January, look at the resources again. Um, I think Spurs did try to go for Bastoni. That didn't happen. And that's the problem Spurs uh, face as well because, yes, it's all good going for, you know, like uh, like Justin said, for a player at AC Milan. That might be the case. But Bastoni, you know, Spurs put in a bed and Bastoni was the one who said, no, I don't want to come to Spurs. So uh, Spurs are in that position now where players are looking at the squad and thinking, right, I can stay here, play first-team football, or I can go to Spurs and be in and out. And going back to even the Eriksen uh, situation, you know, um, personally, I think Ericsson looked at content, and went, do I really want to go and have to train that hard, have that much pressure? <laughs> or, or do I go to Man United, get 300 quid a week, sit on my ass, jog for a little bit, you know what I mean? And then every time I touch the ball, the United fans will clap for me and cheer for me. They won't mind if I don't beat the man or hit 13 free kicks a season and only score one of them. So I think, you know, Spurs are looking for players who want to come and improve the team and want to play for the team, want to cement that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see because the transfer window's not closed yet. Um, uh, still again, another
0: uh, over a month, isn't there? It's 1st yeah. of September it finishes, so there's about six weeks, seven weeks.
1: And Spurs have to sell players. They, You know, they've came to the situation now where... The four players that we mentioned, they have to try and sell them some shape, way, or form to make room for that that um for the for the players coming in. So I think they'll be looking, and also, you know, teams that if a team knows that Spurs are wanting a center back and it's their center back, they'll just up that price even more. You know, is Jim Madison worth 60 million? I don't think he is, maybe 50, maybe even 45. But in this that day team. and
0: age, he probably is in you
1: know English yeah, 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 exactly. so, you know.
2: But
1: so it's it's a case of I think the Spurs team and the squad is, is looking good. You know, minus those four players that we're not mentioning, I think it's it's looking good. It's it's looking you know competitive um, for next season. Um you've got a couple of young kids coming in as well, which is important, you know. I think that's important that what a lot of Spurs fans, you know, it's all great, you know, Harvey White should get a turn, this should get a turn. But then at the same time, I was like, no, 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 forget those. Let's get a world-class player. You know, let's, as I said, I don't think the centre-back is a big issue. Um, and I'm sure they'll deal with it. So for me, the transfer is good so far. And I'll make my call at the end of the, you know, when it's all done with to see who they've bought in.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is crazy. There's six weeks, seven weeks, six and a half weeks left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, Six I players. Mean, <laughs> yeah, we we, we we needed so many players from last season. So I can understand people saying we haven't got enough, but I, <laughs> but, I think we, we could assign 10 players, great players. I still don't think we'd have no up exactly in Man City because they're so far ahead. I think third but, is well within our grasp. I think Chelsea are yeah. a bit of a mess. Uh, they've either got to change how they play going forward or mm-hmm. go and get a Lukaku type striker to hold the mm-hmm. ball up. They've, mm-hmm. they've, they've sorted out kind of their defense in a sense with Kuda but they still need a couple more uh, Sterling. If he doesn't get the ball, like he did from Kevin De Bruyne instantly one-on-one with the defender. I, I don't think he's good enough movement wise. Uh, so it, See, it's doesn't... just a sign of the times that, you know, we've signed six players six weeks before the window closes and obviously, a lot of people still aren't happy, which I can, like I said, understand because we did need a lot. But this is a dream window compared to where we've been like two, three seasons ago, where we were literally leaving everything to the last minute, not getting anyone in. But it's just crazy that how far we've come and, and how much Conte has changed the transfer policies.
1: And here's the thing about because I do understand, you know, um, I've seen it a lot on Twitter stuff. So it's like, oh, we're nowhere near Man City and Liverpool. And I keep referring back, those are the teams that Spurs didn't drop points to. They beat the amazing, wonderful Man-, Man City twice. And they held Liverpool, the amazing, unbelievable Liverpool twice. So what makes those teams good? Well, if you look at the transfer, they're not bringing in six players every season. Liverpool, Klopp has brought in, he's built a squad. Yes, they've got rid of money, but they've brought in like, um, but they already replaced money. So I think money was already away. And the, the players have bought in, you know, it's it's one or two players to add to that team, and that's what Conte is doing. He's got his he's got his. I think Conte's got his set team, and it's oh right. I want to be able to bring players that I can add to that team. Or for example, you know, if if Son is away to Korea, I don't have to play him as soon as he comes back. I can play Richardson there, Um I can you know that kind of way. So that's that's how you build a great team. Even the great Man United team, they weren't bringing six or seven players a season. It was right two players to add to what we already have. And I think that's the mythology that you know Spurs are going towards now. You shouldn't have to bring in seven to eight players.
0: I, th- I think the reason we have to, though, is because that season where we didn't, or 18 months where we didn't buy anyone, we fell so far there, where all these other teams are bringing in their two, three players and constantly refreshing. So therefore they don't have to go in, oh my God, we need six, seven or eight because we, we've constantly bought in those players. So hopefully this is the last of these ones. And then, like you say, we're bringing in the 2-3 on, on mm. top of this. But we, we're so far behind uh, uh, Man City and Liverpool, I think. But, I mean, I mean Justin, next season, uh, obviously, that like we said, six, seven weeks left of the transfer window. So players will go, players will come in. I, I'm pretty sure we'll sign at least one more. Uh, where, what do you realistically see for next season? For me... I think we can top Chelsea. I think we can finish there. Maybe not super comfortably, but comfortably. I think Arsenal, Gabriel Jesus, good good striker, but whether he'll do it at Arsenal, obviously won't get as much service. Their defence is still all over the place and they can't handle the crowd that gets on their back. Uh, Liverpool, Man City for me are top two. I think we can get top three, uh, fairly fairly comfortably, like I've said, and a cup, a league cup or FA cup, and then have a good get into the knockouts, maybe court finals, anything else, uh, a bonus for me in the Champions League, but certainly win one of those domestic cups. But what do you think we can realistically achieve and, and what are you wanting us to achieve next season? Mm-hmm.
3: To, to be honest I think you know yeah I, I echo exactly what you said I think we you know it's going to be very difficult to to topple both Liverpool and City because we, we're going to have to build something that obviously Conte isn't going to be there for so someone else would take that on so if the here, it does but I think that there is that real opportunity to get third I really do because Obviously, we're seeing, you know, yes, OK, the City have brought in Raheem Sterling, which I think is an excellent addition, um, you know, but obviously they and they brought in Koulibaly. So that will be interesting to see how that works. But I, I still think that there is uh, an opportunity for, for Tottenham to go out there and do that and to get a cup, you know, as well. So realistically, if we finish third in the trophy, that is success for me.
0: Yeah, I think if we finish fourth, Conte will be furious because we haven't improved our league. That's just the kind of person he is. But, uh, yeah. in for you, realistically, what, what can we do next season? What do you want us to do?
1: Yeah, um, I expect, especially with what Conte's got and this, the season he's got, I expect him to be challenging for second, uh, maybe even the title. If Spurs finish third, that'll be great. I think Conte will want the team to be challenging for the title. I'm not saying do, they're going to get it.
0: Clark- do you think we can claw that up? I, uh, I think it was about I, 20 uh, points, wasn't it? And God knows how many Yes, goals. yeah, it, it,
1: it was. It was. But what people forget is that that was a Spurs team that got rid of their manager six months into the season. And they brought in a new, new one. So to get, you know, I, I understand the gap, but we're talking about a Spurs team that's run by a world-class manager. They've kept Kane, they've kept Song, they've added to that team. And... You know, despite the Spurs, that Spurs team, because we keep saying, I think the whole hype around Man City and Liverpool is all the commentators because they literally have a heart on for them. You know, it's like, oh, they're amazing, but <laughs> like at the same time, if you think about it, Spurs beat Man City twice, hmm. they, they at home and away, and they beat Liverpool or not well, beat, Liverpool, man they City beat Liverpool. The Liverpool
0: were so far ahead is because the teams who play the low block and are difficult to break down they beat we struggle against them
1: yeah and and that's where you lose
0: the points and and and... and
1: that that was a difference and like I think I saw stats where it showed that Conte for the last you know Spurs and you know when Conte took over from when he took over the end of season they were like what third or second or something like that can't remember or they had the most points so I, I, I don't think I I've never believed that Liverpool and Man City I think that mentality has been installed into the premiership. Like these are the two amazing teams. But the Liverpool got beaten by low end teams. Man City got beaten by low-end teams. The premiership is not a two horse race as yes, it eventually became that way, but it's it's kind of like just need challenged. You know, and I think that Spurs are more than capable of doing that. Um well, I, and, hope
0: so. I hope so. I'm not, saying, right, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're gonna win that would be amazing.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying they're gonna win the title, I'm not saying that. But to have if Conte's Conte harps on that he's trying to change the mentality. So does he change the mentality to go, right, we're gonna push for third? Or he's gonna say no, we're gonna challenge for the title. That's why he said we got the players in, we got the training in, we're gonna um have preseasons and change that mentality that we are capable of beating everyone. And that's that's what Conte wants. It's not doesn't matter if it's Man City, doesn't matter if it's Real Madrid, doesn't matter if it's Barcelona. No longer will Spurs be a team where it's, oh, well, it's Barcelona, so we're not expected to win. Spurs will be that global, that world-class team where Barcelona or Real Madrid or PSG will will be fearing Spurs. And that, you know, why not?
0: It's a consistency for me, though, uh, Justin. Uh, That Liverpool game one all, I think, did wonders for the team in saying if we can go to Anfield, the the, the Mm. top Liverpool team that they could have picked there We should have won that game. We can beat anybody. And the last four games, including that one, we then had the Burnley game. No, we Mm -hmm. didn't. We had the uh, North London Derby game, which we destroyed them. Then had a Burnley game, which was a bit of a slog. And again, the Arsenal game was also handling the atmosphere. And then the Norwich game was just getting a job done under pressure and then did it in style. But four completely different ways of playing, four completely different teams. And we came through that with flying colours. The the difference between us and Man City is that we do it for those four games. They generally do it for the 38 games. They obviously lose games drop points here or there, but on the whole, they're so consistent, which is why they're getting the late 80s, early 90s, and and Man City with 100 points as well. And and for me, as much as I would love Owen's optimism there, I I just can't see us getting to that level from where we were and, and clawing that many. Not impossible, not impossible. But for me, it's all about the consistency. But... That's a good basis, I think, those last four games. Completely different games. And, and, and certainly that Liverpool game, I think, gave them so oh. much belief.
3: Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, we, we've seen in games where we need to, we can really go toe-to-toe with some of these top teams. So, I think it is a case of that perhaps this is something that we need to really sort of work on. We need to, you know, improve on. But I think what we are seeing is Conte. Showing these players this is what we can do. You want to come with me on this journey? Good. If you don't, see you later. So, I think I agree with you, it'd be unrealistic. I think it'd be yeah, unrealistic to think we are going to finish top, but, oh, Conte, like I said, will but Conte will want the yeah. players to believe. Yes, that that's what I mean. I'm not saying they will. You know, yeah. it's gone are the days of a manager coming in and thinking, got to get top four, got to get top four, my remit's top four, yeah. that's all I've got to get is top four. No, the remit is win the title. That is his idea. Not the club's, no one else's, his. The yeah. club are doing what he wants to help instill that. So I think Pudos yeah. there, I think it will be difficult because it is a big swing. But if we can start instilling that into the players with the signings that are being made, you know, it then it does show that we should potentially be able to be part of the conversation, and that is yeah. something the Spurs fans won't have seen since the days of finishing third in a two-horse race against um, Leicester, Leicester, and then when when Conte won it with uh, Chelsea. So that is something that he is looking to instill. If that does happen, then fantastic. But I think. Spurs fans would be just happy if they were finishing in the top three and got a trophy under their belts.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think a trophy. Uh, Getting to the Champions League, if we finish fourth, obviously we haven't improved, but it's in the Champions League. But it's that cup, that domestic cup that I want now. And yeah. uh, as well as it, uh, finishing in the top four, I'd be disappointed with that if there wasn't a cup with it at all. But uh, yeah. lastly, before I think we kind of. Well. Yeah, before we wrap up, lastly, uh, Rangers is the next friendly or in. Uh, what do you want to see in that? For me, Basuma and Spence, I want to see get some game time and and, and get used to the players they could be <laughs> playing with. Uh, and then, obviously, you don't want to see mistakes, but it's all mental sharpness and match sharpness. So when the match sharpness comes back, the mistakes will stop. So mm. I want to see evidence that, that, that they're getting sharper. Uh, but, yeah, for you, uh, um, what are you wanting to see in this, uh, uh, Friendly?
1: Yeah, I'm going to be bored. I, I don't watch friendlies, so I, there's no point me saying, you know, what I want to see. Again, it, it's just friendlies. Um, and normally when it's on, you know, it's like I watch rugby league as well. So, uh, you know, rugby league matches on. I I just, I never watch, even even the England games, I don't watch them. I don't watch friendlies whatsoever. I just think it's it's just a kick around, a mess around. And, it, you know, it, you can tell it's not full-blooded, you know, professional um i'd even pay a t- heed to them so yeah i don't it is what it is you know I, I, uh, yeah that's my answer for that okay uh, <laughs> yeah just no much just, nice. just, just uh, to, be, to
3: be honest to be honest you kind of answered it. it it would be the new boys getting some minutes you know seeing with charlison maybe get a couple of goals in a spare shirt would be nice to see outside of that I couldn't care less with the result. <laughs> you know, I said, it it right, a there, there's no points for winning a friendly. There really isn't. So, but if the new boys can get some minutes, and as you said, Jed Spence can get some minutes, and we can see some positives around that, fantastic. Outside of that, couldn't care less. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the result I'm not bothered about. It's just, you know, I, I just want to see a bit of match sharpness coming back and then we're ready for the league and certainly get the new boys in. But yeah, good point with Vishalus and get him on the score sheet before the season starts. But uh, yeah, we've pretty much reached the end. Uh, not a huge amount more to talk about. Obviously, we don't know that what's going to happen in that Rangers game and and we can speculate until the cows come home for the next seven weeks on transfers ins and outs but uh, yeah been great having you guys on you've been on here so many times always great having you on and chatting to you Ovin, uh mr spurs is your youtube channel you you got videos on there or are you wait until the? know uh, no just
1: i'm just on twitter really um i wow. decided that i'm just going to stick the streams um and then make the uh, twitter um comments and everything um but yeah i'll you'll just find me on these streams either in yours or uh tommy talks or tommy yeah. stream um, so that's it, really, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, you do have a YouTube channel, so it's in the description. So yeah, give us yes a yeah, you can hit, hit the lights, watch the videos, and all, all yeah. those things. You know the drill by now. And Justin, all things Tottenham. Uh, th- yeah, that's still going. Yeah. I'm assuming making yeah, videos and yeah, uh, t- tell we, us a bit a, about that.
3: Yeah, we did a video yesterday, and you know, it, it, honestly, you've got to give it a watch because you know um, it was going all right, and then a couple of people thought the window was wasn't that great at all. You know, I think one of the one of the people on there was giving it like, um, was it like we're saying it wasn't good, like a five out of ten. And I just, I think we were just sat there, just like, is he, <laughs> is he, is he on one? Is it, is he, you know, has, has the heat gotten to him and what have you? So no, uh, that's always a good bit of banter as well. You know, to, you know, having a laugh at a joke. But yeah, give that a watch because how they try and justify that sort of window at the moment is bonkers absolutely bonkers and i I do are entitled to their opinion they can but it goes back to how far we finished behind and and, and and what we
0: needed but yeah but yeah Yeah. all things Tottenham. the 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 link the, the the links i'll put my teeth back in the descriptions for both channels are on the description so make sure you check them out hit the like hit the subscribe you know do all of that stuff uh and yeah you will catch us next time absolutely and uh, yeah thanks to everybody in the comments uh, adding comments questions all, all yeah. sorts uh please hit the like if you haven't already uh, and if you're watching on the replay hit that like as well uh please subscribe as well and like i said tommy's got so many people doing shows on this channel <laughs> hit that notification bell that'll give you a notification every time someone's going live uh it's all through the week all through the week and probably even more now in the season when champions league comes on as well uh and yeah switch over to my channel if you like uh, i'm not bound this friday but uh Generally, Fridays twelve thirty pm on Let's Talk Tottenham, and give us a like and subscribe as well. And uh, yeah, as always, seven weeks left for the transfer window. Really exciting <laughs> this season, but as always, I've digressed there. As always, come on, you Spurs!
1: Come on, you Spurs!